This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. and welcome to Inside the Red and White. This is a podcast for fans, by fans, about everything Arsenal women and women's football in general. We talk through it all from the perspective of the Red and White singing group, which is dedicated to building the atmosphere at Arsenal women's games. I'm Susie and this is Nat. And you sounded very game show host towards the end of that. I did, it's because we're sat outside the armoury. Maybe that's something you could do next summer between games, maybe. Exactly, it's my new job. Um, No, listen, let me tell you a story, everybody. So I was up at, what time? Half past four this morning, cat dyes her hair red and she's borrowed me comb. And I didn't notice and I've combed my hair this morning. I thought you did it for the game. No, honestly, I was fuming. And you imagine being fuming at 10 to 5 in the morning. I was like, why are you using my comb? <laughs> for everybody listening, Nat has red hair. Only at the front. <laughs> Only at the front. Oh, it's wash out, so it'll be gone before Bristol. Nat, Nat is dedicated to the cause, guys. Yeah. I know, I was up at four. Well, it's inside the red and white. Nat I know, is very yeah. was red. I was uh, up at uh, half past four this morning. This was my first proper early start, actually. Left at five. First moan of the season. Well done. No, it's not moaning. No, first early morning. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I haven't got another one until Man City. Anywho... Um, we're outside the armory. It's Sunday the fifteenth. Fifteenth. Sunday the fifteenth of October, and today we're looking for our first win of the season against Aston Villa. Yeah, I'm feeling. I've got a cold bomb. Oh, that's first and foremost. <laughs> Secondly, um, I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm pretty positive. I'm also thinking you can't not feel confident. We've got. We need a win. Um, I don't we want to do. put that pressure on them, but we desperately need a win. And I think that a lot of the commentary around this game so far, the narrative around it, is that we, we should do. You know, I, and I, yeah. you know, you could say obviously you could say that. But then I also all think about Manchester United. Yeah. But this is the one where I think this is the one to sort of break the trend of losing or not winning at the Emirates as well uh, in the it's WSL. A, I'm perhaps. taking this as a redo of the first game. So yeah, um, yeah. Let's restart the season from today. Get yeah. ourselves a win. Yeah, Good yeah. Way to kick off. I just <laughs> wanted to talk about the attendance quickly. I know there's been a little bit of like, oh, we should be getting more. Um, I like, don't know. Should... I, I think it's pretty decent. Cause yeah, this is the one where they're trying I know, like, it. But yeah, I know. But I just think like some people are like, oh, you know, we had 54 at the first. We're gonna have about 35 today. I was actually sat there thinking, 
No other team. Well, this is double what Chelsea. That'll be double it's, what yeah, Chelsea good, got. But we're disappointed with it because yeah, it yeah, shows it is. our ambition. But that shows how further forward we are with ticket sales and everyone it, else. It does. But I mean, it does also show that. I think that Liverpool, it was the first game of the season. Obviously, we were going to take numbers to that. Manchester United, um, I'm impressed by the number of away fans. Yeah, that we yeah, had yeah. There. I think that this is that one game of all the five that we have at the Emirates where it isn't kind of a big, big rivalry. It no. isn't the and beginning they, they of the start of the They didn't mark, they haven't marketed it massively. And they haven't marketed it. Not massively. the same as the Liverpool game. I oh, mean, the they Liverpool would... game, they had more time to market yeah, it. It was yeah. the first game of the season. I mean, they were. So they really build up to it. They put a little video out of Beth. Let's yeah. talk about Beth. What could Beth, Beth could be? Oh, I'm really hoping that in a couple of hours—I say a couple of hours, ages—we'll um, we'll, and definitely if Beth comes on, we need to record that. Oh, the noise, the noise, yeah, be, yeah. Uh, That's, from the whole stadium, though. I well, don't, we'll know. We'll we're know. In the atmosphere block. We're yeah. right behind the bench, so if she's yeah. coming on. We'll know about it. So we'll everybody have to on make, their feet. Let's cheering. make sure that we, because yeah. that, that's a moment to keep, isn't it? It will be. Um, she's obviously not going to start. She's obviously no. not going to have that many minutes if she let's does wait. come so on. Let's wait. So a few hours till we know if she's in the starting eleven or in the starting. Sorry, in the match day yeah, squad. The match sorry, day yeah. Squad. Um, but it'd be really amazing. I'd, I'd really will. like to see her come back at the Emirates in front of a massive crowd because yeah, that's what she, she deserves. deserves that. Yeah, hundred percent. But the other thing to obviously consider is the fact that she is coming back and everybody's going to make a very, very big deal of it. But when you come back from an ACL injury oh, no, or any yeah, extended yeah. period... For me, it's just seeing her back on the grass. Exactly. That's but I it. I think that everybody needs to sort of calm their yeah, expectations. Yeah, yeah. It's, for me, it's just... High, but, it's yeah. my. I'm just happy that she's going to be happy playing. 100%. That's yeah. it. That's you all it is for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's where she yeah. just forgets everything else. And I just think Beth first, then Viv's inevitable. Yeah. Then it's a little bit until it's Leah. Although I did like, let's touch on Leah... In the press conference, uh, did you see what Jonas said? Was literally like, "Stop asking me about Leah. She's yes. going to be after Christmas. If you're going to ask me every week, yeah, he, he it was really direct." So, and nobody's asking about Lara. So, but I'm assuming but, I mean, that will obviously be after Christmas. Well, as well yeah, I mean, so. she's going to be way after Christmas. She's yeah, pretty much. Exactly. I mean, that was a Wolfsburg game, so that was May. So she's mm. going to be, you know, it was similar. It was similar in, in, in distance between like Beth and Viv versus. Yeah, um, I mean, Leah she's going to be Lara, very. So. It's going to be the end of the season. I actually, I'd be very surprised if we see Lara this season. Um, I'd be really surprised. We'll see. I reckon. No, I reckon we will see her this season. But I think it will be it will be controlled yeah. tight minutes. Um, we won't we won't see too much. Yeah. But I think we will see her this season. I think something that I definitely don't want to see today is a repeat of the Man City Chelsea game last week and the refereeing. Should we talk about that? I think we have to. Yeah. Um, Did yeah. we confirm what her name was? Emily Farah. What was the name of the ref from the Man City Chelsea game? Emily Harris. Emily Heaslip. Heaslip. We were well off the mark there. Yeah, we were. We got Thank you, Zoe. We got it nearly right. Yeah, so I I got home from my mum's about 15 minutes into the game. I think there was already about six yellow cards by that point. She was very and I'd card sat, happy. I mean, she. The, you know what really annoys me about that red card? Is that there's actually no camera angle of the ref. No. So you don't know if she was hurrying her along. No, exactly. So just just for context yeah, for sorry, people yeah. that, that don't know, so um, it was obviously as we just said, she was handing out a few yellow cards. We could tell that she it was, was ten. Was it ten? Ten yellow cards. Ten. It was the most. It was a WSL. It was a WSL by the end of the game. She'd handed out a few, and Alex Greenwood got one yellow card and for a foul, which was fair. It was a fair yellow card, and then about a couple of minutes later, it wasn't that long after. A couple of minutes later, not that long after, she picked up a second yellow card, which obviously means that she goes off for a red. And the reason that she got that was for time-wasting. Now, what she was doing was taking a free kick. And basically, she was assessing her options. It was very early in the game. It, you know, it, was it wasn't about, like... It was about 20... Oh, hang on a minute. 
36 minutes. It was in the first yeah. half, I can't remember. Yeah, and it seemed that there was no uh, hurrying along from the ref. Like, you couldn't see her giving a warning, yeah. saying, come on, just you're taking too much time, like, get on with it. She took 26 seconds, I think, and supposedly the average is about 30 seconds to take a free kick. So, well, they'd said the average last season was 36 seconds per free kick. 36 seconds, sorry, yeah, yeah. Average, and this, no, no, sorry. Or 34 this season, average so far, mm. and then... But last season was 36 yeah. or something. So she was well within that, yeah, that kind yeah, yeah. of not expected time frame. And obviously that, that immediately had an impact on the City game. And yeah. it, it kind of escalated. Everyone Did you see that yeah. Everybody was, there were yellow cards handed out for dissent. And then Lauren Hemp, she got a, uh, she also got sent off on a red because she picked up two yellows during yeah. that game. But the thing was, is the, the point with the yellow cards, it was not equal between Man City and Chelsea because I can't remember the name of the... Kosovic, anyway, I'll I'll skip that bit. Skip that bit. Anyway, there was one of the Chelsea players. She took Lauren Hemp out and didn't get a yellow, and she should have done. So it just wasn't very fair. Anyway, um, so much to say. uh, Emily's not refing any games this week, but the biggest thing, sorry, was that she actually refed our Liverpool game, and whether she got a told off, telling off, a told off. A telling off after that game because time wasting. She, I mean, she would have given away about twenty yellow cards for the Liverpool game because yeah, they were she insane. Was, she was quite. She was obviously overcompensating. I mean, she, yeah, we, it was we, ridiculous. We at the Liverpool game, we were counting down for yeah. the amount of time, particularly the their goalkeeper was taking to actually um, do the goal kicks. Yeah, and so she obviously took that on board and just swung and went completely the opposite. Oh, way. I mean, it was ridiculous. And it, I mean, it was. I think that everybody could. I think it was. <laughs> Twitter seemed to be united behind City, basically saying this isn't fair. Yeah. Um, obviously, Emma Hay. He said that after the game that the players were aware of the new rules and that they were aware of the situation. I'm not so sure she'd have had quite the same no. things to say had it been, been the other against way Chelsea. But, but Man City was... So, I mean, and I would never normally say this, but Man City was so unlucky to lose that game. It looked, took it was, them to be down to eight players in the 96th minute for them to get a scrappy goal. Yeah. And also, Chelsea played last night and they still, they're still not firing all, on all cylinders. Yeah. West Ham actually gave a really good account of themselves, just didn't have a lot up front. But let me talk about atmosphere for a second, Chelsea okay, game. Please. It was poor. It was so quiet. Really? Yeah, it was awful. I didn't. I, I didn't. Get it was to watch gen- it. genuinely. Was it was like, oh, you could hear. What's that guy? You know, the guy with the flags. I'm oh, sure yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only guy. That he's you could he's hear. everywhere. He's but pretty were, amazing. By their the chants are Chelsea, 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 and they were spelling Chelsea out, which oh, was funny. And then yeah. uh, well, have, Chelsea champions, Chelsea champions. So we really need to win the WSL so they can't in sing that next year. Anything else this week? Anything else this week? Is there anything else, guys? Anything? Any news? Honestly, we need to be talking about on the pod. We've got Leslie Russo. We've got Leslie Russo. That's new. That's uh, news. That's news. Um, act against racism. Picture oh, we're well, yeah, we're going to catch you afterwards. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll catch up with Farah later on that. Farah's already been on the pod, giving us a preview of the game. We're going to see you later that if she was, really was right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. We had a really good chat. We did have. Yeah, like a, an hour and a half. Yeah. I've got to edit there. I know, yeah. Well, well you've got to listen to it. <laughs> um, shall we catch up with them later? I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, we'll catch up with you all later, guys. At the, at the tolly, yeah. At the tolly. Tolly, tolly, tolly. Hello, it's Nat here. Um, just a quick note to say that um, I'll be popping up here, there and everywhere just to let you know what's going on. As it turns out, during the flurry of yesterday, um, I hadn't really thought about letting you know what the next section is going to be about. So... Um, you've just heard me and Susie outside the armory. 
Um, now, I did catch up with Farah last Wednesday before the Villa game to have a little preview. We also talked about the Manchester United game as well. Um, so, um, here's that chat now. Right, so I'm catching up with Farah. We are, what day is it today? It's Wednesday the... What is it? Wednesday the... Is it Wednesday the 11th? Yeah, it's Wednesday the 11th. Thank God. Um, so we're just going to have a little catch-up um, with Farah, just a little preview of the Villa game. I also thought it'd be quite nice to talk about the game before it happens and the fact that when you actually listen to this, the game will have happened and we'll we'll see how good Farah is with her predictions <laughs> and what her thoughts were on sort of the first two games um, as well. So, Farah, Villa on Sunday... What are you thinking? Yeah. So, I think, look, I think the last two games Arsenal have have had, I think Sunday was the first game against Liverpool was was poor. I have to I have to admit it it wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I think we saw against Man United, you know, we saw that fight. We saw, you know, how we left last season with the Arsenal team. We kind of saw that bit of Arsenal again. You know, getting a last minute equaliser is is what we needed. They didn't give up. Um, the The crowd was unbelievable. You know, we were kind of back to how how we left things last year in terms of a crowd response, and they definitely felt that. And yeah, it came away with a draw, which is which is not which is not bad. But you know, though we we definitely should have got three points from that game. I think. Um, but now, Isn't it weird at the time, I was happy to take a point, right? But I knew yeah. deep down. Uh, we should have put that game to bed first yeah, half. Yeah, I mean, two two gifted goals, yeah. you know, mistake by Sabs in the first, and then the second goal was miscommunication with Amanda and, and Sabs. When I watched it back, you know, it was just, yeah, they're still getting to grips with each other and how, how they play. So it is normal. Um, and you take a draw, um, you know, away from home. But I think the game against Villa, I think a big win is needed. Um, we're back at the Emirates, um, and I think we need to see a solid goals um I think they have to take advantage of no Kenza Dali no Kirsty Hansen um that is a massive boost for us yeah um, and I think we have to be prepared like our back four you know we have to be prepared to concede some goals um you've got Rachel Daly up front you know you, she's always going to be a threat and I think we have to be prepared for that because you know we don't have confident keepers right now and we don't have a solid back four they're still kind of getting to know each other and I mm-hmm. think that is going to happen, but going forward is is going to have to be our threat, and we have to start putting these these chances away. And I think you know Steena's goal, for example, against United was was amazing. I haven't seen Steena drive towards the goal like that, and the confidence she had to take that ball and, and to score. And that she could have was... she could have she could have gone down in the box. I can't remember. She could have, was... yeah. She could have. Was it down. Hannah Blund- Was it Hannah Blundell? Yeah, was... Hannah Blundell. Oh, no, did, didn't want to put a tackle in, otherwise it would. have... You know, but she was leaning on it. She could have. She could have easily. I think last season she's fallen over that or letting the ball yeah. go away from her. Yeah, hundred percent. Or skying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. Let me, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put you to the test first off. Let's see how this goes. What's your starting eleven for Sunday? Let's see how close you get. My starting eleven for Sunday. I think we are gonna see Manu back in goal. Okay. Um, Manu. I, yeah. Yeah. I think we. Are gonna go Steph Catley. Um, we're gonna have Amanda. We're gonna have Jem Beatty, and we're gonna have Noel Maritz as our back four. 
And you're going back four, not back three, which is what it's been doing. No, it has to be a back four. Um, yeah. I think um, this is what I think Jonas yeah, might yeah. Um, And then uh, midfield, Kim Little, um, Leah Volti, Frida Marnham, Vicky, Vicky Pilova, I think. Oh, okay. And then, and then who's starting in the nine? I think Alessia Russo. I think she had a an amazing. I think I think Alessia Russo had the had the one of the best games um, that I've seen her play for ninety minutes against United, and I and I mean one of her best games as a whole. Like last season playing at United, you know she she wasn't really playing her best football. Um, obviously scored some amazing goals at the World Cup, but I feel like that was a game where I saw Les linking up play, driving, going forward, linking up with people. Um, and I think he, he, you know, he has to start her. Um, so I think that, but obviously how can you not start Katie McCabe? So I, I don't know. I don't know if he's got the mentality of having Katie McCabe as forward on the, on the, on the right. On the right. Yeah. Or if he's going to put Katie McCabe as, you know, defensive right back, which I don't think he, he wants to do. So, um, you know, our, our rotation, our, our squad is, is, is so much better than we had last year. So I think, you know, some of these players will 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 be on the bench, and I, I think maybe a Caitlin Ford or a Kate McCabe could be on the bench. Um, yeah, but for me, Vicky Pulova has to start. Kim Little has to start. Frida Marnham needs a start. She needs a good game. She she looked like she was lacking a bit of confidence against United, um, and I think a goal would sort that out. Um, and yeah, so I, I I think yeah that would be the midfield for me. Um, and um, less up front. But, you know, we've also seen Jonas play Stina and less in one team. Yeah. So, I did kind of like that for United, you know. Yeah, it was a I bad I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of the back five. I'm not. But then I think, how, how else does he get that? I also found, you know, against United, the other thing is, is, is chopping and changing what the team needs or does it need some... You know, or does it, it's like the England, it's like this weird back five thing. I know we did the back five towards the end of last season because we, yeah. we had to. But I think, like I thought Vicky was amazing against United. I thought Stina and Russo being on the pitch at the same time is really good. But then I think, do we lose something from a bench, from a bringing on fresh legs point of view? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, think... I mean, obviously, Caitlin Ford didn't play, and Caitlin Ford yeah. probably would have take would be where Steena would play because he played sort of Steena on the left, didn't he? And yeah. less up front. Um, so yeah, Caitlin Ford would obviously have to make way for that. I, I I think against Villa, I don't think he will play less and Steena together. I think you need no. that width uh, with Caitlin um, um, or Katie McKay. But if you want Victoria Pulover, Wally, and Kim Little and Frida Marnham in your starting lineup, then one of those to make way puts Katie McCabe um at right back and and obviously benches Noel um but yeah and I would love to say you know Lotta Wubamoy takes that starting place but I, I think she's she needs she, she you know she needs uh she's going through a bit of a rough patch I think Lotta you know she didn't play a minute in the World Cup she was a squad player she did the last game we saw her sort of really play last season was against you know Wolfsburg and she's had a bit of a tough run I think so I think she's lost her place in the starting lineup with with obviously Jen Beatty playing as much as she is which is um sad because obviously I'm a massive Lotta fan but I think Lotta just needs um yeah there's, there's if Lotta and Frieda Marnham are just having a bit of a 
yeah. they're not at their best right now. And I think that that will improve as the season goes on. But yeah. Frida, Frida Marnham is one of those players. She cannot be on that bench. She's she's too physical. She she has a banger of a goal on her. Yeah. Um, she just I mean so I many just, times against United. Yeah, that ball to Russo where she should have taken the shot. And she yeah. would have last season. I mean, I mean, I know, I know, Leslie hit the bar with that, but I mean, Marnham, she was on goal, man, and it's yeah. like it, it. And I felt like this was a problem we had in the Liverpool game. Was it was sort of like, oh, I don't want to shoot, I don't want to shoot, you don't. Yeah. And I just think, I think what Jonas needs to say on Sunday is go out there and don't don't play with any pressure, you know, because. If you if you play with, oh, we have to win this. You 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 tense up, whatever. Those girls have got to play with that freedom that they've had. Yeah, and I think I I said it's like Sunday, like um, like the the first game of the season all over again. We're back at the Emirates again. We're back at the Emirates again. Um, yeah. the girls are fresh. They've been there now. This this is the third game. I I agree with your starting eleven. I think, and then from the bench point of view, we're stacked. I just think if you're <laughs> if you're retired if you're retired what would this be here left left back yeah who plays left who plays left back for Villa um, it would have been uh, I think it's Maz Pacheco or does she play on the right yeah no sorry she's right back it would be Kirsty yeah. Hansen yeah so I'm just thinking whoever plays in that in that left back position for Villa they're mm. gonna have say if they've got Vicky Palova running at her and yeah. they've got whatever and then you bring on Chloe Lacasse. And I just think, and then you think oh, maybe potentially, oh man, she honestly, she's my signing of the season. I'm oh, putting it out there two games in. Hero. Oh, yeah, yeah. what a goal. Can we just talk about that goal for one Yeah, second? yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, her turning. Oh my God, she just. It was just that little bit of a movement she made before. Oh, and she had God. like four, four players around her as she well. She left just... Gabby George for dust. Gabby yeah. George didn't know where she was. Um, yeah. We gave Gabby George a hell of a lot of Oh, we did, didn't we? Yeah, we did, oh, actually. Yeah. we gave it to her. She's going to be our new banter sort of yeah. player, isn't she? Um, but she left her for dust. That And then what a, what a shot. I mean, honestly, like Mark Skinner after the game, which I just want to talk about one for one second. Mark Skinner after the game said, um, you know, we're doing something right if Arsenal fans are, are celebrating a draw against us. And this is the difference between United and Arsenal fans. Mate, no one is celebrating a draw. Let's get that point straight what we're celebrating is our team not giving up playing yeah. away from home not yeah. not giving up on that last goal scored an absolute banger and we take a point back to the Emirates and that's what he's not getting because his team should have been cheering they should have been cheering and going crazy it was a library you know on on yeah, Friday. yeah. you know they all we heard from them is that one United chant and booing Leslie Russo I know you know I did but like when he said that I'm thinking mate you have no clue like you just no. don't understand what the fan the fan group is about and that's the difference between our fans and other fans yeah. is that we don't we don't cheer and we don't chant and we don't shout like crazy when our team is 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 winning we chant like that when our team is losing and we make them score are you telling me yeah, we didn't yeah. play a part in that goal yeah, being, no. you know, being scored? Of course we did. and I'm not joking like I've enjoyed that goal not as much, but nearly as much as Frieda's goal against Bayern Munich. Oh, that was a such yeah. That honestly, it was just one of those moments where 
like it will always stand out and we don't know how crucial that goal is going to be come the end of the season so um yeah no it was, it was a great goal and what a way to announce yourself to the Arsenal fans and that point this is that this is the point here that point there on Friday could be mm. massive that mm. could that that could be a massive point for us like yeah. last year when we were like that point at West Ham was a pain in the ass that yeah. point at United I, I said this the other day we're already up on what we did last season against United. We lost both games. We're one up. We could be four out of six. We were nil and out no of six. And no ACLs. No ACL rocks. No ACLs. Yay. Get in. Get in. Touch we woods. Won, touch woods everywhere. Yeah. Touch, touch wood, everywhere. touch your head. Everyone know, who's yeah. listening, touch your head. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. let's let's see. Let's see how good Farrah is. Now, if Farrah is banging on this, we'll have to bring it back for a new um, preview with Farrah section <laughs> of the pod every week. So... Yeah, yeah, I think um, yeah, I, th- I think just the difference between Arsenal and Villa right now. I know obviously everyone, you know, they did some incredible, um, you know, shopping during the summer and got some amazing players in, and they've got a they've got a class keeper as well. I think Villa right now, you know, obviously everyone's expecting them to do big things, but the pressure's not on them to go and go and get something from this season. Um, and I think yeah, it's, it, they've been shocked and they've lost their first two games, but the pressure's not on them like it's on. If Arsenal don't start creeping up that table, um, every game will become a pressured game, whether they like it or not. Whereas Villa, the pressure's not on them to go to the Emirates and go win this. Yes, for their own personal goals, it is. But I think the pressure's on us to go get, get win this game. And if you're going to go up against a Villa with no Kenza Dali and no Kirsty Hansen, this is your time to go do it. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Farah, for that preview. Not quite there with the starting eleven, um, but yeah, we're not Jonas, are we? So, but we got Manu in goal, didn't we? And a few of them right there. Um, it was really nice to catch up with Farah last week. Um, so now back to the action from yesterday. Um, and me and Susie ran down the queue outside the tolly before eleven o'clock to get everybody's goal predictions. And you'll notice in this clip. There was a lot of people that were right here. I just been over right. Score, score yeah, predictions no, for today. Think about it. Um, Don't tell me that Russo's going to score the first goal. <laughs> Get over it, I'm going to go with 2-1 Russo to score the first goal. Jesus Christ. I'll just clip it in from last week. <laughs> and then, I'll go 2-1. Villa winning. 2-1. 2-1 to Arsenal. Who's scoring the Villa goal? Jordan. Uh, Jordi. I'm going 3-2 um, Arsenal. I'm going to go overly positive and say 3-1 Arsenal. Score prediction for today? 2-1 uh, to Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal. Score prediction for today? On the spot. 3-2. Score prediction for today? 2-1. Score prediction for today's game? 3-0. Uh, 3-0, nice. I'm going. I am, yeah. Score prediction for today's game? 3-2 to the Arsenal. 3-2. Oh, God. 3-2. Oh, someone wants drama. Somebody wants drama. Score prediction for today's game. What do we think? 3-1. 3-1. All the goals. All the go- Who's scoring Villa's goal? Rachel Daly. Oh, of course. It will be <laughs> Score prediction for today's game. Um, I think 4-1 four, four, um, to Arsenal. Right, you start a chant so everybody sings. Benami! Benami! Score prediction. 
Three nil Arsenal. Three nil, nice. Two one Arsenal. You hold the phone. Oh, keep going. <laughs> oh, we're going into the tolly soon. The doors are opening. <laughs> Score prediction for today. Two one Arsenal. Two one Arsenal. Score prediction. Two nil Arsenal. Two nil Arsenal. Score prediction. Two one Arsenal. Two one Arsenal. Everybody's very positive about Arsenal. <laughs> Score prediction. Three uh, one. Three one Arsenal. Score prediction. Two one. Yeah. Two, two one. Two one. Hello. You're right. <laughs> Score prediction for today. Three one. Three one. Two Arsenal. Hopefully. Of course. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> My God, this queue is long. <laughs> Score prediction? 2-0. Two, two, two Arsenal? Yes. Just have to check. Score prediction? 3-1 Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal. Okay, cool. All right. Um, I'm going to end it there because we're going into the tolly. Right, guys, it is half time. Um, I'm not happy. What about everybody else? Actually, the best thing about this game is I've just got some fruit pastels out and they, uh, they've gone down well. Not happy. That's exciting. Not happy. They're not driving to the goals. There's no intensity. Like, you look at Manchester United versus now and, like, they had the intensity in that game and they just seem to be lacking it here, which I, I don't know why. I don't know really what's missing. Lacasse isn't on the pitch, which is strange. I don't... My prediction is uh, Beth isn't going to get any minutes because they're going to bring Lacasse on over her. Um, that's my little mini-prediction at half-time. If there's not changes at half... When they come back on, I'm going to be fuming. Um... I think uh, uh, Wally's having a crap game. I don't think Caitlin's playing very well. Caitlin's Steph, all right. Steph Catley's not having a great game. No. Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy is on fire, though. Kimmy's always on fire. I know she is. Oh, look, yeah, Kimmy's having a standard day, which is just Frida very, very high standard. They just need to start passing the ball more, but, like, actually correctly. Like, we've, we've got no-one doing any assists. Like, there's people in the box, but no-one is, like... On target with the assists, I don't understand. I feel like Russo's trying to do everything on it on her own. This this is what a half-time chat sounds like amongst fans, people. Um, and uh, yeah, when we're not winning, it's it's lots of. Right, it's not that we're not winning. I, I'll take I'll take losses, but what I won't take is the way that we're playing at the minute. And I just think that like, it's not Arsenal. No. Jonas wants us to get behind the team. I need to see more from the players. I just something's not right. Something isn't right right now. And we came out of the blocks and we've done exactly the same thing where we were on it. And then the first time we gave them a shot down the bottom end, down at Villa's end, they scored. But how are we not scoring? Something's not right. And he needs to have a hard old word with him. I don't know what's going on. So, so we'll see what happens when they come out for the second half. But in the meantime... We're actually here with Farah, who uh, the voice of whom you've heard on this podcast before, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, the photo that we took uh, just before the game started, which is show races and the red card. Farah, how, how did this come about, and uh, yeah, what what's, uh, what were the thoughts behind that? Yeah, it was something that we were really passionate about to get across. Arsenal supported very well. It's an incredible campaign. We want to show the diversity in our fan group, which we have. It was an incredible turnout. Everyone came. We held red cards up to show our fight against racism. It was amazing. You'll see all the pictures and everything go up tonight, but it was an amazing cause. Um, and I feel like we need to back it. We need to back it every game. Um, and it's something that Arsenal will do very well, and that goes through the entire fan base as well. Yeah. No, I'd say, I mean, it is quite obviously something that uh, not just Arsenal, but, you know, most teams, I think, at the WSL, if not all, take the knee before uh, before kick-off in every game, and that just to show 
um, you know, in the fight against discrimination, racism, at, uh, discrimination of all, uh, of all shapes and forms. So, yeah, it's obviously great to, to start the, the game on a positive note and uh, holding up the red card to racism there. Um, so, yeah, we're going to leave it there, I think, um, and we will be back with a full-time commentary. Um, hopefully, we'll be in a better mood by then. OK, we're back in the tally after the end of the game. When did we score? Um, 90 plus 4 and 88. So 88 and 90 plus 4. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that entire game was horrible. Bit flat, bit boring in the middle, not too much intensity. I'm not, I'm not, in fact, I've not heard the Emirates that quiet before. You could hear a pin drop. No. It was like King's Meadow, wasn't it? The Jonas kept turning around and asking us for more, but we were making noise, but it's very difficult to be as loud as you can be when there, we don't have anything to bounce off either. Like, we have I mean, a bit of, it has to be a give and take, and yeah. they gave it to us at the end, to be fair. But. I mean, the game changed when Palova came on, and yeah. I was really worried, actually, that they were going to take... Russo off and put Black Stenius on, so at least he left him off. But yeah. Beth, our attack, like Beth, yeah. Beth and McCann, like they linked up pretty well down the down that right hand side. Beth was in the box, which is what we needed. Like I know she didn't score, but she was a presence there. She got the assist. Yeah, exactly. But she got an assist. What uh, what a fire. comeback for Beth Mead. I mean, assist on your first game back after an ACL winner, chicken dinner. I'll take it all day. I'll take it all day. What a, what a comeback. Amazing. And honestly, I mean, the noise when she came It went on. mad. The Emirates was so loud. I mean, I don't think a single player would get that reception in the same way yeah, ever. Yeah. Like, Bethany. Yeah. Um, but, again, not a, not the best performance. Although, Villa did nothing going forward. The only thing they had was that got, was the goal. Yeah. Other than that, we controlled the game again. But, I will say that we turned it around and we won the game and we needed them three points so um but yeah absolutely i mean i'm happy three points we move on to uh, on to bristol on sunday um yeah and we're going to be loud and proud there see you there what a game yesterday was incredible and i'm going to talk about it a little bit more but it's that weekly highlight of mine. It's the fan fives. I really enjoy doing these. And this week, we've made a couple of changes. It's just to make the questions feel a bit better. So let me know what you think, but I'm, I'm hoping you'll enjoy these. We've only changed two of them. Um, and this week, I caught up with uh, Farrow when I spoke to her last week. And I also caught up with Joanna, Steph Catley's number one fan uh, at the Tolly yesterday. Um, so here they are. Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
and uh, we thought it might be nice to get some different voices on the on the podcast. So we've got Steph Catley's number one fan. I think that's a fa- fair representation. <laughs> Joanna, say hello to everybody. Hi everyone. I'm sure you're a weekly listener of the podcast. I am, of course. Are you genuine? I actually do listen. Oh, fair enough. Yes. <laughs> Occasionally. No. All the time. Every week. What did I talk about last week? <laughs> the game. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's that's a good one, isn't it? Good guess. All right. Okay. So you're going to do fan five. Yep. And right. Question one. Uh, when was your first live Arsenal women's game? So it was the Women's FA Cup final in 2016 when we beat Chelsea. How old were you? Like five? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was 12. Not far off. We went with my football team. Oh, wonderful. Uh, question two. Uh, oh. Play most excited to watch this season. She can't, I've told her she can't answer Steph Catley. Okay, besides Steph. Yeah, because that's a given, isn't it? Yeah, that's a given. That's a given. Um, probably Pullover. I nah, like yeah, it's a season that. Nice. To, she was yeah. very good last week. Dream signing. I said Steph Catley's sister. Is that <laughs> okay, you okay? Yeah. What, in Greece or something? She looks like she's in Greece, the film. Um, I mean, right now, Mary Earps probably. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Favourite chant. Right, we'll go with Steph Catley, but give me your second favourite. We've won 15 league titles. Yeah, Ale Ale. Yeah. What is the actual title of that song? I've heard so many different versions yeah. of the title of that song. I think Ale Ale Ale. Just, just pure Ale Ale Ale. Everybody pronounces it yeah. correctly. And obviously Steph Catley. Yeah, of course. Which version? I like the Aristrania's the best on earth, her old one. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah. Maybe I have to bring that back. Okay, oh, yeah. your job to bring it back. <laughs> and then uh, five, most memorable moment. In Sweden, when I filmed a TikTok with the yeah. Steph Catley. Yeah. Saw that, that was so cool. Yeah. I mean, you've got a few. <laughs> Right, so we're going to sting Steph Catley's song. Okay. We're going to do it. I'll start. Shall I start? Right, are you going to join in? Join in. Join in. Steph's song. So it's preparation. Oh, Steph Catley! Oh, Steph Catley! It's wonderful! It's wonderful! Steph Catley! It's wonderful! She's got a footlight message. Oh, Steph Catley! It's wonderful! Oh, Steph Catley! I did tell you one, so have you remembered the answer to one of them? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Right, so question one was, what was your first live Arsenal women's football game? Oh, my God, it was over 20 years ago. Um, Showing her age, showing her age. Showing my age. I was uh, seven. I want to say it was Arsenal against Bristol. In Boreham Wood, first ever game, saw Rachel Yankee play for the first time. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast oh, yeah. before. I think it was Bristol. I mean, oh, I'm going to have to double check this, but great day, great day. And I went by myself as well. Right, question two. Which Arsenal player are you so most excited about watching this season? Um, 
um like a big big fan when we signed her in the first place but she had an incredible world cup uh she's really i feel like she's really getting used to the league um and just watching her play for for holland and she's getting used to like sort of the the players and even when she played against england you know she she did rachel rachel daly dirty in that game um yeah and she did actually I think she's going to be a standout for us. And I'm, I'm just really looking forward to just her coming into her own and, and lighting up the WSL this year. So, yeah, Vicky P for me, for sure. Sweet. Uh, dream signing? In the WSL? Well, for Arsenal. Well, no, it could be from anywhere. From anywhere. Um, I would say Mappy Leon. Oh, yeah. Where does she play? On the, on the left? Yeah, she, she's, she's a fullback. Um, oh, but I, I, I've I got so we... much on the left. So, I think she can play on the right as well. To be well, to be she'd fair. have to. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd, to. I'd deal with looking at Mappy every week. It's fine. Guilty yeah. pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite chant. Uh, favorite chant. Uh, Lessi Russo. We've got Lessi Russo. That's a new favorite one for oh, me. Oh yeah, that was that was hitting different on Friday. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to to the home and away. I think Lauren did that. Uh, it's a oh, shout out to them. It was great. It was yeah. So, so good. Um, yeah. Last question is your most memorable moment so far as a fan of Arsenal Women's Football Club? So I have two. Oh, here we go. So my first one has to be my first ever game because yeah. that's when I saw Rachel Yankee play and she's my favourite player of all time. And yeah, it just meant something more to me, like personally, just seeing her on the pitch. And that's where it all started. But favourite moment after that would probably be uh, Wolfsburg away last season. Um, I can't tell you how special that weekend was and and circumstances of the squad. And, um, you know, to to bring a 2-2 draw back to the Emirates and then us selling out was was amazing. But that weekend and that game and the fans and everything was just so organic. And, yeah, it was amazing. Incredible. Um, And you met Lotta? And I met Lotta. I met Lotta. Yeah. She signed my shirt, and I don't normally don't really go and get my shirt signed or anything like that. But it just happened really naturally, and I love it when things like that happen yeah. naturally. Um, that looked like such a good fan player, um, like connection yeah. sort of thing. It was it was like an extension from the from the field into to them leaving, and I think it's exactly what they deserved as well. Both yeah. sides, you guys as fans, who were incredible. Uh, yeah, I remember watching that game, and then also from that side, right? Well, thank you for a few fan five. How do yeah, you? Are we liking the changes to the questions? I quite like those. I, like I those. do. I like yeah. them. Sorry, it wasn't quick fire. But, no, um... I know. Well, we're rubbish at that. We'll be rubbish at that. We're rubbish um, at that. But no, very. Okay. Thank you. No, oh, yeah, no, she's got it. She bless her. Right, well, thanks ever so much to Joanna and Farah for giving us their fan fives. Um, it was pretty, pretty decent selection there, I would say. Um, what well, Matt and I, it's a few days, it's a, what day are we? A day after? It was, <laughs> it was only, it was only yesterday. <laughs> oh, I know, I've had a whole day of work since then. Um, but we've had a whole day since the, 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 the shenanigans of that game yesterday. And what we wanted to do just to close off this episode was to take you back to the key moments, the best moments from that game. And we've got three absolute corkers. So for the first one, we have got Beth Mead returning to the pitch 
I don't think I've ever heard such a wall of noise. <laughs> as soon as she started going through the laminates with uh, Patrick, mm. they only start going through the laminates when they're coming on. So everyone's getting really excited. Singing then, as then soon as that yeah, happens. Yeah. Oh. Like we've been singing throughout. She'd been warming up every time. We were calling for her to get on the pitch. Yeah. Not, not really thinking that she would. No. It's really funny. So Caitlin thinks she's coming off because they're actually doing the last villa. So 19 sub. was up, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, 19. <laughs> so Caitlin's running over and Beth's going, no, no, not you, not you. Caitlin's laughing about yeah, it. It was quite so funny, funny, actually. <laughs> and then obviously Noelle comes off, Beth comes on, and it was incredible. So I'm going to put a little snippet in here of of the roar when Beth Mead goes on that pitch. And Arsenal substitution, 16 Noelle Barrett's. Incredible. I'm so glad that that's on telly and I have it and it's on my skybox and it's on keep and I will watch it was the- everywhere as well though it's it's, oh. it's what a, so many of the news outlets were talking about like just that singular moment and the fact that yeah. she came on and she absolutely changed the game which leads very very nicely onto the next clip that we have to take you back to the moment. I mean, we're, we're, we're past the 90th minute now, guys. Like, we, we've we finished full time. That's that's happened. Like, now we're into extra time. And we are 1-0 down. We are on the cusp of losing our second game of the WSL. Like, we haven't won, you know, one out of three by this point, point. And then Katie McCabe. We, we all know that she only scores bangers. And... Yet again, she scored such a banger. The angle on that goal. How did she get it it in? I don't know, but I will say in the build-up to that goal, Vicky P, Vicky Pullover with an absolute banger of a tackle. Uh, Ball goes to... Did it go to Pullover to Caitlin? And then Caitlin out to... and, And Katie's running onto the ball and the angle is so narrow... And she just puts a foot through it, and it. I, I can't so believe powerful. It. I don't. Know and then she had to run around the back of the net to, to oh, get back onto the pitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she just she she banged it in, went round the net, and she's geeing up the crowd. And then this, and then the clip here is the reaction. Now, if you can watch this video, and I will put it up on Instagram. Uh, Lewis is stood on a chair. Lee is stood on a chair, and everybody's singing Katie McCabe. The seat, right? Let's. We'll touch on it in a minute. But listen to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, let me just say highlight of yesterday. 
88, the only bit of the game I enjoyed, by the way, 88 <laughs> minutes till the end of the game. It, no, yeah. no, no, 88th minute till the 94th minute. Then yeah. I was nervous till the end of that. Yeah. Um, but the way we celebrated that goal, we were just in like a mass, it was a mass cuddle. We were just, we were just, just it was limbs. Absolutely. Was, I try, I was trying to take photos. I did not get a photo of that goal nor the celebrations just because of all arms waving in front oh, of me. I was, was jumping as well, which yeah. isn't it's, uh, guys, if you're trying to take photos, don't jump at the same time. No, no. It doesn't work. Um yeah, so absolutely. We're, so we're one all we're one all now. Um and then yeah, take us on, Susie. Yeah, and then and then I mean, I, I, I can't even. I think I, I blacked out at that moment. I was just so, so exuberant after that moment. And then Russo, well, Beth Mead came up just the most beautiful assist. And then Russo from outside the penalty area. It's, I mean, it's like you know, Chloe Lacasse, Russo, like they're just like no, it's all or nothing. And I, yeah, again, like the, the scenes when, when that ball went in to know that we were so, so close to actually winning our first WSL game and the first game in quite a while in the WSL at Emirates. Um, just again, I mean, just, it was, it was a very, very emotion, emotional uh, final 10 minutes of a game. I don't think that anything else is really going to top it for being the last 10 minutes. Uh, what do you reckon that? It was, uh, do you know what the other thing? I mean, it was Villa's fault. I mean, they left. Beth was screaming at Lotta for the ball, screaming yeah. at her. No one was closing Beth down. Beth goes into the defenders and then pops the ball out. She, this is the thing. That girl has not played football in a, in a competitive match for 11 months or however long it is. It's just and her, instinct. Isn't and it? her incredible. instinct is, and it must be like like riding a bike and... She she came on and she knew exactly what she was doing. She pulled the defenders in. Russo sitting the edge of the box. She pops the ball back, and Russo. And to be fair, I, I don't know if the goalkeeper didn't see it, but it like bobbled under her arm. But I don't care how it goes in. And then the scenes. And oh, do you know what? It was it was incredible. It was everything. If and I said this, I think I said this a little bit in our end bit at the tolly. If you if you could if you could have asked Beth before that game. Right down. I mean, bar her actually scoring the winner, I think that's probably what she might have said. But if you'd have said, "What's your ideal thingy?" Coming, coming on, being behind, and being just and making being a difference, in, and being <laughs> instrumental in the reason why yeah. you win that game. I mean, uh, I mean, we could talk about it. And then, um, obviously, um, as soon as Leslie went, listen to this. So So, yeah, no. so those were the three highlights of the game yesterday. I did say to Susie, we're, not, we're only talking for five minutes. Um, we're not doing very well there, but there you go. No, we really um, haven't. Good so, 10 minutes now. I know, yeah, so that's <laughs> fine. But, um, yeah, it was fantastic. And I'm glad we've got this uh, this little section in here because I'll pop, I will look forward to editing this bit. And next game. We're back on the road. We're off to Bristol. And uh, we're off to Bristol on Sunday. 
super excited to get home really late Sunday night. <laughs> but um, but we, we're taking a massive crowd. I've seen figures today, 10,000 tickets sold. I put a Not little tweet. Not all Arsenal, but probably most. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> but um, I did put a little tweet out saying, only four more thousand to beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. You know, and I saw big... that. So, <laughs> I uh, appreciated we'll... it. So I'm just wondering if they can do that. But that's fantastic for Bristol. Uh, but they've only come to see the Arsenal. Really, really hoping for a real solid um, performance. But but that'll all be on next week's pod. So we're going to take you on another away day, I think. There's a pre-match meet-up. And we'll talk to a few new uh, faces as well. Get them on the pod. So, yeah. Over to you, Susie, for the little outro. I feel like I've not done this in ages. I don't know why. Until next time, everybody. <laughs> ale, ale, away! <laughs> days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com i'm nick friedman i'm lee alec murray and i'm leah president and this is crunchyroll presents the anime effect we are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold and our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.